Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Islander Americans' community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin, and I am here with DJ Alexicon. <laughs> And Johnny Wu. Hello, everybody. And this is our wrap-up of 2013 episodes. So Can you believe it? It's over a year. I so know. So unbelievable. Time flies fast. I'm looking at our list of episodes, and we started on February 3rd of 2013. Yeah. And now it's almost been a year. I mean, it just seems like we started this a few months ago. And I remember that episode. We seen. have so many guests coming in, and so many shows going on, and it's it's. It's a it's a good accomplishment, you know? and there's been quite a bit of an evolution too. I remember when DJ Alexicon came on our show as a guest as Alex Alarcon. <laughs> That's right, I remember that very well. I was nervous about that night actually. Yeah, and、uh, tell us a little bit about how you、uh, prepared. Did you prepare at all? Did you meditate? Did you、uh, put yourself in the zone? Did you write an entire I, biography? I, I did think about my life. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I wanted to.、Uh, I was thinking, what should I tell the public? Because、mm-hmm. you know, I always wanted to、uh, keep a low profile, but then after that radio show, it's going to be different. So I just wanted to say something about myself, a little bit about myself. And I know that you started promoting the show overseas in the Philippines, right? That's right. That's right. And、uh, a lot of my,、uh, initially to my high school buddies, because、um, I think a lot of people have their online high school group or、mm-hmm. college group, and I have such、uh, a group. And、uh, you know, we update each other with what we're doing and. I said, "Hey, I'll be on radio, and I think you guys could listen to it on the internet." So, <laughs> do they comment? Do they email you with messages and things to talk about? Yeah, they actually basically said to do a shout out. Interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it was on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> I've done a few shout outs. It's okay.、Yeah. I found out、uh, when my dear friend Brenda texted me. She's like, "Yen, are you on the radio?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're listening to WJCU." She's like, "Yeah, it's a great show." So. It's really funny. You never know、wow. who really listens. One、well, thing I know, she liked our show. She liked that. She, she didn't know it was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> One thing I'm surprised is a lot of people know WJCU because it, I think it programs alternative music during the day. Really. And Debbie's、uh, husband listens to WJCU. The alternative music. Interesting. Yes.、So、and I, I listen to it too. So a lot of people already know the radio show, and then when I mention it, that hey, we have a radio show and.、Uh, We have programming on Sundays. Yeah, believe it or not, we have over nine thousand listeners、wow. a, a month. Wow! And I mean, that's not really a lot, but it's still very. That's good a、progress. lot. <laughs> that's that's a lot. I thought maybe it was only like a hundred and something, you know, well, based on、I'm、our happy, Facebook likes. That, that's I'm only, happy with two hundred. That's including, you know, I'm talking about nine thousand. It's about you know without online uh, listening mm-hmm. or uh, on the via iTunes and then via our website. And then be a WJCU, so、mm-hmm. there's about nine thousand viewers, listeners. Sorry. Right, and if anybody、uh, can't catch a show exactly at seven p.m. on Sundays, you can also go onto the website, which Johnny is going to read it.、Uh, the ocagc.org/slash/imagetv/slash/asiantown-voice, or you can just go ocagc.org and you can see it there, or you can also check out the wjcu.org. Or the last thing you can do is, if you have iPhone or iPad or any iOS、um, 
devices, you can just go to iTunes and Google for OCA Image TV, and you'll be able to subscribe and automatically download to your your devices. Or you can Google OCA Asia Town Voice. You can do that that way too. <laughs> Or Asia Town Voice. I listen to it by uh, iTunes. It's, oh yeah, it's it's got it's clear. I, I click on the link and it opens the, my yeah, iTunes. Yeah, that's what happened so. too. And it's, it is very clear. Yeah. I was surprised. And to be quite honest, I don't really listen to all of our episodes after they air because well, I'm here live doing the episode. Yeah, actually, you're right. When you Google Asian Town Voice, that's the first thing that shows up. Wonderful. So, so yeah. ladies and gentlemen, tell your friends and uh, if they like alternative music, tune in to WJCU during the day. And if you uh-huh. want to hear about what's going on in Asia Town and other, uh, I know they have other. Uh, Cultural radio stations as yes. well, different hours. Tune in on Sundays. Now, I think one of the things that we've been doing this past this past uh, 12 months is we've been show, listening, playing a lot of uh, Chinese music and Filipino music. Are we, do we have any Japanese or Koreans? I do have some Indian music somewhere in my old computer, but I haven't dug it up yet. So maybe for this coming year, we can do that. We I I definitely would like yeah, to. Yeah, I nice. do have some Korean pop music. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't have any Japanese. I have classical Japanese music, the one that was used for um, um, Cleveland Asian Festival by the performer <laughs> <laughs> because it's the same person. The show so judging music. I right? already have her music. So, so that means that we need to ask for all the listeners. Uh, if you're listening right now, please, you know, you you know any Japanese Japanese uh, talent that we'd like to would like to be interviewed. Let us know so we can get them here and we can get more stuff. Right now, I think I have four more songs left on um, Sankat's uh, CD because I promised her that uh, I'm rotating it. Sounds good. So I'm playing that each show. Worst case scenario, scenario, we can always bring play uh, Chessa. Yes, that's yes. not a worst case scenario. She's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we have nothing else to play, I see. But yeah, yeah. If, if you guys are getting sick of the Filipino music, it's because <laughs> we get nothing. I get nothing to play. I got <laughs> so playing the DJ, <laughs> DJ Alexicon. <laughs> I got Indonesian music. I got uh, Chinese music. I got. Uh, Did you play Moon River Spring? No, no, that's my favorite. That's why I'm not playing that <laughs> one. He likes it because the the Moon River Spring is to a dance called the Mongolian Drunken Bowl Dance. I still listen to it at home. It relaxes me when it I'm is. cooking. It is a very relaxing song. Yeah, that's good. So, what have we done? Well, we have done quite a bit. <laughs> I think we've uh, we we tried to talk to different kinds of people, right? Mm-hmm. Diverse, you know, Asian diverse cultures. because. It it's exciting for people, you know. Yeah, a lot a lot of people I've talked to said, "Oh, I like your programming because it's different from week to week." Mm-hmm. And then we also try to bring in like different nonprofit organizations and put the spotlight on them. Like for example, our very first episode, we uh, went with uh, Ashim Data. He's yes. a FICA, a Federation of Indian Communities Association. He is their president, and uh, he came in and talked about the organization itself, which is a nonprofit, and he told us many. Wonderful stories, <laughs> ranging from holy and splashing color on each other to uh, you know experiences, his experiences in college and giving each other haircuts and just sharing great times and great stories with us. And right after that, we had the Motivations co-presidents Jennifer Liu and Rachel Ng with us, and they shared a lot about their life as well. And they talked about motivations and what Motivations um, tries to do around Cleveland. It's like a, a young uh, professional networking group. And I was telling them, oh. When I first graduated from college, I really wish I knew about motivations because then I wouldn't have gone to China. But wait, going to China is probably a good thing after college. So never mind. But but it was a type of network I was looking for、Oops. after graduation. So any college students listening now, you do not have to be Asian to join motivations. Nope, you don't. You do not. 
And uh, DJ Lexicon is actually the... Uh, Director of membership? Director of membership. <laughs> yeah. He kind of looked at me like he forgot for a second. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. DJ's a little <coughs> sick today, so you can hear from his voice. Yeah, he's a little hoarse. Yeah, I'm a little bit in the, in the weather, under yeah. the weather. Under the weather. Yes. Speaking of horses, 2014 <laughs> is the year of the horse. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why I called you a little horse. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't that funny. Okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Inside joke. Nobody understood it. <laughs> and of course, you know, we had our live broadcast, and we'll be doing our live broadcast once again, February. Yes. This will be February 9th. And who was your uh, first caller on your live broadcast this year? Hmm. Our first hmm. caller was DJ Alexicon. <laughs> only caller. It was inevitable that he became a host on the show because he seems to be obsessed with this show. I know. I noticed that too. <laughs> I did. I, I, I don't know why. I, I heard the first, uh, the, the first show and... I started taping it. Well, thank I taped you. it. You taped it. And then I realized you can access it's probably it MP3, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just like listening to yourself talk. Uh, right? So what are what are the most memorable things that we have done for the past twelve months? Ooh. I liked it when we had the live music in studio. Yes. So with the Gujin, I mean it was kind of tricky if you look at the images on our Facebook page, it was kinda of tricky to get the instrument in here. Um, and I know there's some loss of quality in recording the sound, but just sitting here in the, in the small room and listening to the live music that close it was pretty amazing. Yeah, That's one of I my highlights. I think that's uh, a, a good episode, too, even though I was outside. <laughs> you <laughs> <I couldn't hear. laughs> yeah. What about you, Alex? Um, that, that should be it, too, because it's very musical and uh, it allows us to rest while they're, right. they're performing. Well, I, th I think in, in the addition to that, I really like uh, Michael Fleming talking about how he, can, he likes to cook a lot. I did enjoy that, too. Yeah. And, and his experiences in different countries. And speaking of Michael Fleming, we're going to have him come back relatively soon as a guest on our show. Yes, because he's going to coming back and going to talk about the night markets. Which, remember, I was totally stoked about the night markets. And we're looking forward for that. And to anybody who's new to the show, um, the theme behind night markets is uh, my first experience is a, is a Taiwanese night market where um, it's after 5 o'clock, people are leaving work, and these shops, it's kind of literally like West Side Market where they would op up, open up these little stands. And it's not just selling fruits and vegetables. They sell all kinds of things. They sell like uh, bubble tea. They sell like uh, oyster pancakes. They sell little snacks and just everything. It's a good time, and you just meet your friends in the night market, and you just it's a good gathering place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Nothing's like ex extremely expensive. It's just a very, very nice and safe environment to just have fun. You know, I just realized because uh, we have interviewed uh, two um, TV personalities here in Cleveland. Yes, we have. That they're going to be moving away. Yeah, that's very sad. So we are the, the maybe the only Asian radio show that have uh, two <laughs> radio personalities, TV personality that stay here, <laughs> sorry, and, and have the chance to be interviewed. Yes, and the first one was um, uh, Jason. Jason? Jason. Jason? Yeah, I'm well, sorry. Jason well, Annette first. moved away first, but right. yeah, Jason was our first guest, and he's with WKYC. Yeah. So, a uh, funny story. <laughs> one time I was sitting there, I was talking to him, and I hadn't known Jason for very long, so I asked him, so what does Fox 8 think about this? And he looks at me, and he's like, why, why would I care what Fox 8 thinks? I'm like, wait, don't you work there? <laughs> <laughs> It was very embarrassing for me. He he worked for WKYC. So I, I think you did it twice. Did I, I did not do it twice? Did well, I? He was here too. Yeah, I think you did it again. <gasps> accident. Oh man, <laughs> I think the story was fresh in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I may have done it twice. I listened to the episode. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, did you really listen to it? <laughs> and then Annette Lawless was the um, 
the other guest that we had, and she uh, visited us during uh, the Indie Film Yeah, the Indie Gathering Film Festival, yes. And uh, was she, she was there as a host, right? She was there to uh, record some uh, interview with filmmakers. Oh, okay. And then we, d- we grabbed her and said, you know, we're going to put you in there too. <laughs> Yeah, and she had a lot of very interesting stories to yeah, tell yeah. about growing up in um, the middle Central America. So, very fascinating life she had. Yes. moving from she's actually a boomerang to her Kansas, coming mm-hmm. from Kansas, moving out, and coming back. I should have asked her if she knew Dorothy. I know, should have. Yeah. If she had a dog named Toto. <laughs> Not that funny. <laughs> I apologize. Har, har, har. <laughs> All right, no more, no more bad jokes. So we also had, you know, a lot of uh, activists. Well, well, not really activists, but very active people in the Cleveland Asian community. For right. example, Kathy Kathy Vu. She's uh, Vu. Sorry, Kathy Vu with Asia, and she's doing programs to um, help nonprofits and hospitals and corporate healthy habits, whether it's eating or exercising, in um, uh, something to do with their organization, whether they put together a package or they promote uh, uh, cleanliness or some form of positive, healthy behavior. And also from Asia, we had um, the president, uh, Michael Bune. He came and he talked about the mission of Asia Services in Action. And quite recently, we had Sujata come in, and she is actually uh, setting up the clinic in uh, Asian Town Center for a lot of the low-income and just uh, downtown area, uh, uh, open-to-anybody clinic for, I don't know, she said it was like basic uh, first aid or basic mm-hmm. physician checkups. Johnny's nodding. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I have, I have some delicious cocoa f- bakery food in my house <laughs> right now. So. Oh, that's right. And, of course, we cannot uh, have made this uh, show possible without the help of Cocoa Bakery because they keep our stomachs from talking. <laughs> that's right. They keep, they keep our stomachs from talking with us. Yes. <laughs> and I also have in my watermelon smoothie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Johnny loves the watermelon I know. Always. You know? too much sugar for me. Would you like to try something else, Johnny, like almond smoothie? Well, I need to be awake because I had to shoot pool later, so I need to make sure I'm all, all awake. That's right. He needs the sugar. Personally, I mean, it's great once for a while, but I like to go with Project Grace's philosophy and not have too much sugar in my system. This is not Project Grace. It's Project a lot for Grace me. again. Shout out for Project Grace. <laughs> so that's that's an interesting span of uh, one aspect we've covered, and then of course, you know, DJ Lexicon. You had many hours so of your D- own show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DJ Lexicon. When was the first day that you were interviewed here? That was around March uh, something. 2013. It was March 8. <laughs> oh, I was close. Yes. I was looking at it right now. Then and, 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 you know, now you became a regular. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you for the opportunity to have a DJ uh, Alexican show. You know, I can't I can <laughs> stop you because you just keep bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. So I guess it's <laughs> fine. Actually, I really wanted to create my own, um, what do you call this, podcast. And, right. uh, but, you know, I, I, was, I started writing my programming, my plans from week to week or semi or bi-weekly or monthly. And then I just got involved and uh, that went out the door because... <laughs> so you started <laughs> doing this instead of your podcast. Because I need to edit the shows. <laughs> <laughs> so this is better than podcasting. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, you, you have legit listeners computer podcasts and no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should I should have said it that way, but everything above it is legit, but this is more legit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I like yeah. to think it's more legit. So, yeah. And spanning um, some of the more interesting, um, you know, Asia Town Voice, even though we are nonpartisan, we do like to get involved with what's happening in politics around Ward 7 in uh, the downtown Cleveland area. So, Especially if it affects uh, Asians. Yes, absolutely, especially affects where most Asians live. So we even had the uh, City uh, Cleveland Council Ward 7 candidates interview on our radio station as well. Well, It was very interesting, very enlightening for me. You care to elaborate some more? 
Well, because I, I, I get to talk to actual politicians, you know, it's different when you're listening to them on TV and when you're interacting with them, you know, mm-hmm. they you learn a lot from them and then you get to analyze what you just heard after they left so <laughs> you kind of get to sift through absolutely and you know it's not everybody who has the opportunity to sit down and face-to-face talk to these candidates so we appreciate that they both came in and talked to us yeah. and i'm sure most of the asian community or if not all of the asian community appreciates it as well yeah i hope i hope a lot of people listen because they they i think they would have learned something about the candidates that they wouldn't have learned if they attended their um mm-hmm. Is that the debate? At it's the, a debate. I, yeah, I guess. yeah. If they attended, because that's that's different. Uh, what we had in our radio station was a little bit more personal. I think they were a little bit more open mm-hmm. rather than just answering issue after issue, question after question on the public forum. It's kind of like um, I don't know if anybody listens to Pink at all, but she did a song with the Indigo Girls called uh, "Dear Mr. President." And I believe this is during the Bush presidency. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was. But it was funny because at the end, she's like, you would never take a walk with me, would you? Because the whole song was uh, she's talking one-on-one to the president as if they're just two ordinary people. But that's such a rare privilege. I mean, it's such a rare Very. opportunity to talk to yeah. any of your politicians. Most of the time, if you, need a, if you need something, you write a letter and it goes somewhere. And maybe they get it or maybe they get it like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. You never know, 100%. It's really rare. Right. I, I get a chance to talk to... Uh, um, Representative Dennis Kucinich several times oh. on several occasions, I think in 2000 when I was campaigning for Mayor Campbell. But uh, it's also an experience. Well, you, you, know. G- you know, we do have to congratulate uh, Councilman T.J. Dow. Oh, yes, yes. yes. He is now going to be uh, officially a Ward 7 Councilman for 2014. All right. Yes, congratulations, sir. We were talking so much about our episode, we forgot to congratulate the winners. Should we bring him (laughs) back, though? Because, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm planning to, I'm thinking about we should bring bring the Councilman back. Um, We're also going to try to, hopefully we can get the mayor to come one day. Yeah. I would love to talk I would to the mayor. We do to talk we to the mayor. Another mayor, right? We're having uh, Brunswick City, City of Brunswick mayor come yes. here to, yes. to be interviewed. Yes. Uh, that'll be sometime next year. It would be in the mid to late January, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. That? Double checking right now. It <laughs> is I think so. January 23rd. That's the day of the interview. So it'll probably air early February. February 16th. Awesome. Ooh, it's the Valentine's Day We can Day talk show. about Valentine's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like he's so. a romantic. The mayor of... The mayor is a romantic. So he's a romantic? Did yeah. he buy you flowers? Yeah. <laughs> he did? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of kind of cool also to have, I think that's the first Asia, Asian mayor in Ohio. Oh. No, is in he? Cleveland. I didn't know that. I he, didn't know it He's also. probably the first Asian mayor in Cleveland. Hmm. Probably or absolutely? I'm very sure it is <laughs> in Cleveland. Uh, in, in Not Cleveland, in Northeast Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in, and we will have a conclusion yeah. of this, uh, whether or not he is the first Asian mayor in the greater Cleveland we'll area. We'll find out, and I will ask him well, to prepare also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll prepare flowers for you, is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> so you can be romantic yes. for Alex, <laughs> DJ Alexicon. Well, we want flowers too, right? Yeah. yeah, I want flowers. I want red roses. They smell great. The color makes it smell better than the white roses. I wonder how they taste like. I um, Yeah, I don't know what they taste like, but I'm totally <laughs> making up the smell and the color. It's it's not really related. So anyway, we've also had a lot of arts uh, guests as well here. Uh, for example, we've had Matt Richards with Yume Daiko. He oh, actually, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he spent over 12 years in Japan. It's very interesting because I, I love uh, listening to Taiko drumming and just uh, to have uh, Matt share with us his experience in Japan. It's kind of unique because he speaks fluent Japanese, so... 
Yeah, and I was hoping he would bring in some of his drums, but they're really way too big. They're <laughs> big and loud. Yes, big and loud. And he would need more than one drum to, to really place an interest, play an interesting beat here yeah, by himself. Yeah. So, um, But, you know, for anybody who's new to taiko drumming, you would need several drums and several drum players to really create like almost like a dance-like beat, which I thought was just absolutely amazing. Yeah, because it's a conglomeration of different beats. Yes. You know? And you know he's Different also he's also a potter too, like yep. not like Harry Potter, but <laughs> like but like he makes teapots and you know <laughs> it's a machu potter. <laughs> and I had the honor of actually receiving one of those lovely Japanese teapots for one of my wedding presents, and I've been using it a lot at my house. Every time really? people for come what? over, when people come over after the wine tasting is done, I'll be like, oh, have some nice green tea in this lovely handmade by somebody I know Japanese teapot. It's really nice. It's got a very earthy, it's got a nice texture to it. I like picking it up and the, you, you know, you can really feel the clay when you when you pick it up. And it's glazed in a very cool manner too. I don't know how else to say it except it's cool. There's two different types of glazing and then there's just raw clay in some areas too. So uh, to anybody who loves pottery, you know. Hmm. Um as for other artists that we have DJ Alexicon, you were supposed to bring your bass in. I know. I think I, I'll bring it next year. <laughs> you bring it next year? Yeah. I'll bring my Tibetan singing bowl again. Yeah. We lost our yeah. ding ding yeah, bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I asked for a triangle for Christmas. If I ha get a triangle, I'll start bringing that. I was year. trying to find something to make to make sound at home, but I, I couldn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> to make up for it. Pots and pans? Uh, bang, bang. <laughs> I, I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't duplicate that sound because that sound is, is so unique. I could bring a cat bell. Yeah. I don't know if that will work the same way. I could just bring my cat. No, no, that would be very, very bad. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't you try that? You oh, try that sometime. Because she's afraid of you. Yeah. Because you always joke about eating my ferrets. Uh, you know. The ferrets are not afraid. <laughs> they're, no. like, ready to die. <laughs> no, they're not afraid of you at all. And uh, on, on the topic of artists, we also have Valerie Gage come in. She's uh, not only a photographer, but she does traditional Ind Indonesian dance. And her mother was uh, pretty uh, well-known. She danced for the president of... Uh, her mother's time. I yes, yes. You, you remember his name, right? Uh, Suharto or Sukarto. Okay. And you said that he was good buddies with the president of yeah, the Yeah, because he was also a dictator. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about the history, because I know you mentioned it briefly when we were interviewing Valerie, but it seemed like you and Valerie knew better what was going on than the rest of us understood. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, because the president of uh, Indonesia is also a dictator, but I think he did better than uh, my dictator. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> what ultimately happened? <laughs> the Phil the care of the Philippines, but they really were buddies, and uh, you know they know each other because they're you know obvious. I I wouldn't be surprised if they'd call each other and compare notes. Hey, how's your country doing? How's, how's the dictating doing? <laughs> kind of like, hey, how's your podcast doing? Yeah, hey, how's your radio exactly. show going? Hey, you know how many people got killed? Or <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's terrible. But 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 um, but but to be fair, you know, Indonesia ended up uh, better. There are some countries that uh, in Asia that that did well with a dictator, but it can't be forever. It will run its course, and people will realize that okay, we need a new leader, and you know, there's a revolution. Yeah, which inevitably will happen. Never did believe it happened. But back to guest artists, we had Chessa do an interview with us as well. How was that, Chessa Loretta? Um, 
I did the interview, which is it was pretty awesome. She's very open. She's a very down to earth girl. I shouldn't ask how is that because I should have listened to that episode. But wait, <laughs> wait, I thought you did edit it. I thought you were just asking like. No, for I my didn't feedback. edit it. Oh, I haven't oh. started editing Ooh, it during that okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed Chessa's company. She's a very down to earth girl, and she actually took a nap on the couch where you're sitting oh, right now, which <laughs> I always take a nap too. <laughs> yes, and actually, instant noodles when they were here in previous years, they took a nap on that couch too. Okay, that's when that's when I got involved. Yes, instant noodle year. Instant noodles, yeah. The instant noodles. <laughs> the are a dance crew from America's Best Dance Crew, and they were with the, with the Cleveland Asian Festival performing in 2012, and uh, they had a great set. They got the audience pumped. And that's, Saturday, that's I wish I bought earplugs. I swear. Saturday and Sunday. Well, Sunday wasn't as loud, but Saturday I thought I was going to go deaf because their crowd was screaming yeah, and cheering. I think that's one of the most memorable. Well, I've only been to two Cleveland Asian <laughs> festivals, but really, yeah, Even more than two. No, because. Prior to uh, the year that they started DJing, I usually avoided the uh, Cleveland Asian Festival because of the traffic. <laughs> oh my, you're terrible. <laughs> I, I, I told you, I've been lying low for the past years and then when I got involved then... But now you can't. <laughs> you I, can't. I can't. I now, just, now he's DJ, so he can't. Just can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will come and catch him. And he actually is a model as well. DJ Alexicon is a model for the Colors of Asia fashion show at the Cleveland Asian Festival. It's one of the hit um, things that we did this year, I think, with a lot of people. You think it was a hit? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh. A lot of people were happy. A lot of people were saying, hey, that's nice, that's nice. I'll square with you. I pulled the entire show out of my back, back pocket in like two weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm glad people enjoyed it, but I was like, okay, we've got half of my students, half these community people who love to wear pretty clothes. I've got these clothes. Uh, one of one of the community mothers, she has all these Vietnamese and uh, Japanese clothes. Let's put our clothes together, put them on these girls. Let's explain these clothes and go. So <laughs> it's it's inevitable. It has to. We have to have one. Yeah, you know, I agree. Because there's a lot of... Ethnic. Um, I mean, we've had smaller fashion shows yeah. in the past. I mean, there was an Indian bridal wedding show, and that was amazing. I thought it was amazing. I didn't get to see the actual thing, but I saw photographs afterwards, and oh, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And um, in previous years, I remember our very first Cleveland Asian Festival, there was a Vietnamese fashion show, mm. and there was a lot of really beautiful clothes in that first uh, fashion show. So afterwards, we're like, um, nobody wants to do this really. And then I'm thinking, I've got all these dance costumes, and I have all these dance students, and I know there's more people out there who like to wear pretty Asian clothes. I know, <laughs> I know. So I was just like, let's, let's try it. Let's see how it goes. So very happy But to um, this year, we'll have more time to tell people and let them know. Oh yeah, because a lot of a lot of it was scheduled conflict. We were lucky that we have it in two days, so some people saw something that they didn't see on. on well, that, the that's other the day, whole so, point. Yeah. I mean, we have the consistent core clothing, and then we had rotating like some other outfits that you would see maybe Saturday, and then you would come yeah. back and see different ones. We on need some more guys. There's only two guys there in that <laughs> stage. I, I did find two more boys. <laughs> my brother and my friend Chris have volunteered. All right, model, so. all right. <laughs> my brother's like, does it mean I can't be the panda? I mean, um. Never mind. The panda is real. The panda does not have a human being inside. <laughs> you did not hear what I just accidentally said. So. <laughs> but uh, but speaking of uh, artists, artists, again, um, one more I'm going to mention. Chung Fu Chang. He is a choreographer. Oh, yes, Colorado. yes, 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 yes. I took his master class, and it was amazing. Mm. <laughs> is mean, it amazing because it uh, helped you with your dance, or is it amazing in some way, some it, some it, way else? It was the first master class I'd taken about five to six years, so I mean, I'm, I'm, now I've been forcing myself to take them more and more. But 
his was it was modern dance and it was i've never done modern dance before that point before mm -hmm. so yes i did learn something new i learned a lot more about contraction and different ways of extension and it was amazing because he's such a great person and having him teach the class um one thing that he preaches is that dance is about community it's about supporting each other mm -hmm. it's about helping you achieve something in dance that you might not have been able to do on your own so I really like his philosophy, and I just think he's an amazing person. Yeah, so it's a good performer too. I Absolutely. saw him with the verbally with the pheasant feathers. Yes, with the pheasant feathers, and Speak we were up front. <laughs> Speaking of which, my dad uh, brought over some pheasants that he shot himself the other day. I didn't know that he hunted. How did you cook it? <laughs> he cooked it. <laughs> did, you, oh. did you try it? I did, and he said, "Watch out for the buckshot," <laughs> and oh, I wow. found some buckshot. <laughs> I uh, I never pegged my dad for a hunter before, but this is very interesting to know. I yeah. I think his boss took him hunting. He so. looks good with that gun. Oh, you saw a picture? Of course I do. On my sister's Facebook? Yeah. How did she get that picture? Gosh, She's in New Alex York. Alex is so, such a stalker. He stalks my sister. Oh, Jane. No, we don't say that. Yet. Jane, <laughs> you have a secret in my hair. There you go. So, all <coughs> you listeners, I know you. Each one of you. Each one. <laughs> Each one of you 9,000 listeners. <laughs> That's okay, listeners. Alex is a, l a little too uh, lazy or laid back, whatever you want to call it, to actually yeah. follow you. Facebook does it for him. <laughs> That's right. So we're going to take a little music break, and we can be back in shortly. Bye. 
ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Asia Town Voice. We are an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. Our hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and the Pacific Islander Americans community, their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our show and offer your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we're going to do a quick update of upcoming events. So those of you who like to uh, get out of the house in the wintertime and brave the snow and celebrate with uh, some Asian holidays, we've got a couple of events here for you. So the first one that I have on my list is a Lunar New Year celebration at Asian Town Center. I believe their address is 3820 Superior Avenue. And the Asian Town Center um, always has their Lunar New Year celebration the weekend before the actual Lunar New Year. So this year it's going to be January 25th and January 26th. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. It starts around 11 a.m. Am I correct? Yeah, around 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. Are you DJing again? Uh, DJ Lexicon will be there spinning oh, some tunes for you. I will email you my music when I get home tonight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Yinting Dance will be very likely performing at that event. And this year we won't have any um, open mic, not open mic, but uh, talent. Uh, no talent show? No talent show, but we are auditioning for people to be to perform. So, uh, def- What do you mean auditioning people to perform? Like, uh, we want to listen to them before they get on stage. I see. That's a very good idea. Um, usually, a lot of people, uh, for the Cleveland Asia Festival, if they're new, we ask for, like, a YouTube link. Is that what you guys yeah. are doing, too? Yeah, we're, we're trying to get the video if we don't know them, so. Okay. I, I'm assuming that you, um, Lisa Wong is organizing that. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. The new president of? OCA Cleveland Chapter. Woo! Where's my bell? <laughs> That's not a bell. I need a new bell. Yeah. <laughs> I will bring a bell. Um, I can't remember the uh, the site of um, of of the show, but um, if you if you search for DJ Lexicon on Facebook, I have a link there okay. for those of you who want to submit a video. So once again, that's Asian Town Center located at 3820 Superior Avenue, January 25th and 26th from 11 to 5. And also coming up on uh, February 3rd, Asia Plaza on a, um, that's a Monday, isn't it? Is it February 3rd? Yeah, that's a Monday. It's just a line that's performance. It's actually January 30th, Thursday. Oh. Okay, let me let me do that again. You'll cut it out. Yeah. So coming up next on January thirtieth, uh, it is a Lion dance performance at the uh, Wequang Family at Asia Plaza. And that address is two nine 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 Payne P A Y N E Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. And of course, the Quan Family Lion Dance—they are a Cleveland traditional lion dance team. It's been handed down for many generations. Uh, Johnny, do you remember how many generations? Was it five? I can't remember, but I think they've been they've been they've been around here almost like forty five fifty years ago. Yeah, it's uh, almost. I th- five. Wait, I thought it was f- seventy five years, but maybe. Maybe not. I don't know, but a very very long time. Yeah. <laughs> so they're actually going to have four different scheduled performances at Aliwa, which is on two nine 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 Payne Avenue over there at Asia Plaza. The first one will be January thirtieth, thirty first, February first, February second. Awesome. So the entire weekend, they're going to just have line dances. So right. you should go get some dim sum at Liwa. So on Saturday will be 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. Uh, Sunday will be 7.30. Friday, <laughs> 7 o'clock. And I should start it over again. January 30 will be 7 o'clock. The 31st will be 7 o'clock. February 1st, 11. February 2nd, 7 
p.m. 7.30 p.m. That's perfect. You guys want to go get some dim sum? We could check out the lion dance. That's right. We can do that. Bring singles because you can feed dollars to the lion and he'll bless you. Well, <laughs> we can also, uh, you, uh, you, we can wait for, uh, for Li Hua to give us a home bow. They'll give, re, oh. re give it back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, but that's just between us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Good. chronologically, the next event is January 31st. It's the Motivations Lunar New Year Dinner. Uh, DJ Alexicon, can you tell us more about it? Uh, it's been a yearly uh, event for Motivations that uh, the members and non-members get together to Liwa, and we reserve five tables every year. And I think it's about $25 each person, and we just eat and we enjoy the lion dance that the Kwan family will provide. So it's a, it's a night for you know, getting together with your friends. So can you buy the tickets online or is it at the door? You can buy the tickets online and you can buy it at the door. If you buy the tickets online, we have a discount or you can buy it uh, at the door also. But we don't uh, offer you a discount. You can pay by cash, by credit card in the door or by check. So we will go to motivations.org. Motivations.org, the information will be there. Wonderful. And next up, the CCCCA on February 2nd. That's a Sunday. So the Cleveland Contemporary Chinese Culture Association is having their annual Chinese school celebration on Sunday at the Solon High School Auditorium. It's usually about 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. when it starts. I think 3 p.m. is when the real excitement starts. Hmm. And this is a free event. Uh, the show is free. Dinner is usually between 7 to 12 bucks. Um, it's even cheaper for kids under the age of 12. But, uh, yeah, check out all the performances that the uh, kids have been prepping for all year round. I'm not going to lie. The show is usually between two and a half to three hours long. Uh, <laughs> it's a marathon show. Yes, it's a marathon show. But can that, can we eat popcorn while watching the show? Yeah. Uh, if you sneak it in. <laughs> I don't know if the school allows it. Oh. I know. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen anybody eating, eating in there. But um, if you think of it this way, there's 500 students there, and they're trying to narrow it down to, like, the the best shows. Wow. So, That's yeah, it's about they try to keep it two and a half hours, but it usually stretches to three hours. Um, and up next on uh, February 8th, OCA is having their inauguration. Right. It's a <clears throat> it's a after me taking over for 10 years, I'm going to be stepping down. Well, they kicked me down. Just kidding. They didn't <laughs> it's kick about me time, down. It's time, right? I kind of want to do something different, and I want to be able to give the OCA back to the younger generation so they can do a better job than I do. You're not that old. Well, I feel old. I've been <laughs> sitting and doing that for 10 years, so yeah, that feels old. So OCA is going to have new officers and new many new board members. Our new president, Lisa Wong, she our Madam President. Madam President to you, to, yes, <laughs> to, us. to us. She will take lead for for 2014 and on, and hopefully um, we can see her do many, 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 many years of terms. Maybe 10, just like you? Maybe it's 10. a 10-year term. <laughs> that'd, that'd be, that'd be Not great. really, but... <laughs> but but it will be fun. Um, we'd like to invite everybody to show up. Uh, there's only for it's basically free now. You just had to provide donations if you want to. Uh, we start at two o'clock to five p.m. We're going to talk about the different projects and programs that we've been doing for OCA. Yen Tang is going to perform. Woo! We also Woo! Gonna have, uh, Wait, who's this Yen Tang? I heard I the, she dances. <laughs> oh yeah, the person that's sitting in front of me right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we also have uh, Rosalie with the Gu Zhen. They're going to perform oh, which is yes. classical music. And we, then we have uh, Matt Richard doing the You May Die Go drumming. Mm. 
and and then there's some appetizers, and DJ Alexicon will be in charge. DJ Alexicon will be there. Come see our little party. Yeah, little <laughs> do we have party. an Erhu? We don't have an Erhu. No, ah. I have one. I can't play it very well. So make sure you register because we only have limited seatings. So make sure you register so you'll be able to get a ticket of it again. It's a free event. If you want to make donation, that'd be great. If not, no big deal. And one last event, uh, City Heartbeat, a variety show uh, hosted by Jasmine Dragons over in Chardon, Ohio. They're having an event on February 7th and February 8th. Um, check out Facebook or check out Google. It's a City Heartbeat variety show hosted by Jasmine Dragons. Now, if you don't know who Jasmine Dragons are, they perform at the Cleveland Asian Festival every year. They have that really amazing aerial rig where they have the uh, the silk attached to a tripod, and they have adults and children just doing flips and just really cool moves hanging from the silk on this tripod. They also do break dancing, and um, they also... Uh, well, I know they teach yoga and Pilates. Oh, they also have the uh, the hoops... They perform with the, the hanging hoops from the ceiling, and they also have acrobatic, like, pole dancing, like the real mm. stuff. You know, most people, they're like, pole dancing? That's art? Um, yes, it is the, art. the real stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> the acrobatic pole dancing. Because oh. um, I believe Macrobat, he's the owner of Jasmine Dragons. He, uh, he He's a male, of course, and he, if you check out any of their videos, he's, like, jumping on the poles, like, spinning around. He's amazing moves. It's I'm speechless just watching the video. So if you're curious about the variety show, the tickets, I believe, are 7 or $8. And um, you can find it on their website or you can uh, email jasminedragons at gmail.com. Oh, and uh, one last thing. Uh, the um, fundraising for the victims of Typhoon Haiyan continues for the next several months because the, the need is long-term. So what PASO did was um, we are working with different organizations, different organizations who is doing fundraisers through the next year so there's like two or three fundraisers that's coming up in the next four months of 2014 and you'll keep us updated right that's right what kind of fundraisers will they be uh, mostly our performances singing concerts so different venues uh, we've had last December last year December 6 we had a fundraiser at liquid uh, it's a club and last December 21st at PJ McIntyre's where a Filipino Scottish bagpiper played. Uh, half Filipino, half Scottish bagpiper played uh, bagpipe. A Filipino Scottish bagpiper. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yes, and he played the national let, anthem wait, using let, the let bagpipe. Wait, let us process this. Yes. Filipino Scottish bagpiper. That's correct. Does he eat haggis? I think so. He's only 18. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so so he probably has one parent who's Filipino, one parent who's Scottish. Correct. That's fascinating. Very fascinating. I didn't uh, find it out until uh, we talked to them uh, a few weeks before the event. Can you have him on the show? Yeah, I, I was. I'm planning to uh, get him and uh, have have him play. Uh, yeah, have him <laughs> play something. play the radio for us. Yes, yes, because he's going to be a unique guest. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll bring you stay a Filipino. Stay tuned. We will we will bring him here. A Filipino Scottish bagpipe player. Of course, after classes, because his mom yes. needs to be with him. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He's well. I mean, he's eighteen, isn't he? In college? Yeah, but he's close to his mom. So that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, talk a little bit about Paso, Paso's new uh, president. Yeah, it seems that two thousand thirteen is a year of new generation. So, Paso's new officers are young. The uh, the first uh, officers were it's the first generation of Filipinos from uh, from Paso itself. So they turned over the baton to uh, this new group of officers. Did you say two thir- 2013? Or it should be 2014, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the elections mm-hmm. happened in 2013. 
So her term, the officer's terms are two years. So 2014 through 2016. I don't know what's going on. So, um... Yeah, and another organization, Filipino organization, is APPO, American Philippine Association of Physicians. They also elected uh, a younger president, uh, although the previous president was also young. I interviewed her in one of the Lexicon shows. Um, her name is Dr. Jessica Jandy. And that is, it's, also, it's also a new generation. So... Speaking of new generations, um, we were talking about uh, what some of our favorite... Uh, radio interview shows earlier this year I believe when Sandra Kong or Sandra Emmeline Kong was here um, she's a descendant, a younger generation of Confucius. Wow, yeah. yeah it's 70th, amazing. 70th lineage, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's happening brings brings uh, brings to mind uh, President Clinton and President JFK because when they got elected, um, JFK was considered the new generation too because he took the reins from President Dwight Eisenhower who was <laughs> like 60, 65 at that time. And JFK was 43. Could you imagine that? Yes. <laughs> the youngest. And then also with Clinton, um, in 1992, uh, the outgoing president was Bush. And before that, it was Reagan. So it was considered a uh, passing of the baton, young generation. So do you consider yourself part of the young generation as well? <laughs> 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 that wasn't supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I'm not sure. Wow. I'm in between. I'm in between. You just kind of paused and you looked at me like, did she really just ask me that question? <laughs> I was actually thinking, am I part of that new gen- I, I I'm in the borderline. The, the borderline. 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 Well, the way that you, you always get to places late, I think you're the older generation. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, burn. Okay, I'll be, uh, I'll be early You don't next. have an excuse. <laughs> 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 yes, the young are... Early and eager, right? What's uh, that ooh, saying? So early, early and eager. And eager. Yeah, <laughs> never heard about that. Oh, unless you're lazy, so it's a different story. Yeah, maybe you're the young and lazy. I don't young know. Young and lazy. <laughs> laid back. Let's call it laid back, <laughs> not lazy. The young and laid back. Yeah. So, um, in terms of what our listeners can expect from us, the first half of 2014, what kind of uh, guests do we have lined up, and uh, what kind of guests are we looking to line up? Well, I think right now we have for sure confirmed is uh, Michael Fleming. He's going to come to talk about night markets. We're going to have a uh, mayor of Brunswick, Ron Falcone, mm-hmm. the, actually the new mayor-elect. Um, then we got to think about tra- inviting city Cleveland, uh, the, co- the community relation board, new Asian liaison, Chai. She invited her to come here to talk to us about what they do and such. And hopefully we can get other ethnic groups like the Japanese American Citizen League or Vietnamese group, Yahua. I know there's a lot more Asian countries in the world, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, there are. <laughs> and maybe to like Cambodia organiza- uh, 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 the, or some refugees groups to come in to talk about stuff. And I was going to reach out and contact uh, David Shimi Takehara, and he's the uh, director for Groundworks. I was going to email him earlier, but I actually, he was at CSU and he looked like he was very busy, so I figured mm-hmm. I'd give him till after the holidays before I reached out to yeah. him. We, we should be good. We can we will fill it up. We feel we're gonna fill out 2014 fairly quickly. Oh, I wanted yeah. to bring someone from uh, I know someone Japanese person works at the Cleveland Museum of Art, but she was just busy that we weren't able to pull the trigger last year. So okay, the the other thing is 
it, depending how how exciting it gets for for the February eight. Well, depending how much excitement I make it happen. Ah. Uh, National OCA might have representative in Cleveland, so that'll be a good opportunity to see whether we can invite inv uh, interview them maybe at Margaret's one conference. So oh, nice. Something huh. to consider and maybe put in there. So then we're gonna have a lot of interesting perspective from outside of Cleveland. How about George Takai? Are we gonna have George Takai? I would love to interview George Takai. Oh my! We, 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 I, I have been inviting him to to come to Cleveland Asian Festival for oh the past three gosh. years, and he can keep telling me He's no. Such a funny guy. So I, know, I, I love keep to talk asking to him. again. I follow him on Facebook. He makes me laugh every day. I know. Oh, yeah, his posts are so funny. Yes, yes, they are. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you know any uh, new Asian acts or new Asian uh, organizations or events that are going on in Cleveland, feel free to shoot us a line on our Facebook page or even um, email any one of us. Um, again, you just search for OCA's Asia Town Voice on Facebook and you'll be able to find us. We have a red logo. It's a microphone in the back. It's like a red logo of all the 12 zodiac signs. It's kind of cool if you just have to really look at it. That's right. Some of it's in like the negative space, and some of it's the actual red drawing. So, if you uh, just shoot us a message on Facebook, let us know uh, if you know of anybody that you would like to hear, any guests you'd like us to try to reach out to. We'll be more than happy to try to get them on the radio show. And you could also uh, check out uh, pictures from our radio shows. And sometimes we make references uh, during our show, and we post them on the Facebook site. Yeah, you always yep. take pictures of me, and I'm usually in sweatpants. Yeah, because um, on the radio show, people, we don't need to be dressed up. Well, you know, you we should do. be happy. At least I don't get taken picture very often because That's I'm true. always behind a glass here. It's, it's Alex all the time. He's always sitting in front of me. <laughs> there was one show where we mentioned uh, the wall of Johnny's office and oh, we posted it there. We did. Yes, yes. So You guys actually took a picture of that whole wall? Yes. We didn't want to tell you. Yes. We just wanted, you did to, it? We didn't, we just wanted <sighs> to embarrass you. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I, well, well, actually, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's Johnny Wu's Wall of Fame. Well, yeah. that's only like one third. <laughs> Let's see. You even got an award from the Japanese American. You mentioned League. a few awards that Johnny has in there. One yeah, well. Pixie Gold Award, and uh, what did you get this from? From the Cleveland American Citi Japanese American Citizens He's League. He's got yes, the uh, Ohio uh, Asian Leaders of 2012. Believe, believe it or not, I was a board member of the JACO, which is Japanese. American. Are you Japanese? No, I'm not. I'm Chinese. Oh. Okay. But uh, my friend Garyano, he asked me to join the board and I became the um, the liaison between OC and JCL. And after that, their editor couldn't do it for a while, so they asked me to become <laughs> the editor of their newsletter. So that's I did also while I'm, I'm the board member there. Well, that's great. Yeah. So it was a it it was the first time we actually have a crossover between different organizations trying to work things out together. Well, that's wonderful. Well, that's a fun. Yeah. No, that's that's great. That, uh, um, from 2008 uh, leadership awards. Third um, District Community Relations Leadership Award, presented yeah. to Johnny Wu in recognition of your vision and efforts to lead the Third District community to greater heights. And there's these uh, Tele Awards. The, tel <laughs> the 29th Annual Tele Awards. There you go. Were you just pointing at the wall and you yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm closer and I have better eyesight. Yes. <laughs> burn. <laughs> yes, burn again. <laughs> oh, Alex. And I think one of the best ones is probably uh, this Cleveland Asian Festival poster signed by all the volunteers, or at least most of the volunteers. It's amazing. I, I look at it every now and then, and I see the signature of people, people I know. I yes. see my mom. I see my students. And it's like, great. That's the first year that we did it, and uh, there was a surprise gift to me, which is I didn't even expect. Well, you like it, right? I like it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to be in the wall, right? <laughs> It'd be recycled, right? Yeah. Yes. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think that's all for today. We're going to play some great music for you that we hope you enjoy, and we'll catch you again in 2014. All right. Looking forward to a good year for us. Have a great night. Good night. Bye. Sepengkau